0: Welcome back to the RSM Podcast. I am Michael
1: Stuckey, and I'm joined here by my good friend... Oh, okay. Scott Barnes. Scott Barnes. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, I, I really kind of expected you to say my name there, because you, you went all the way to the point. I know. And then, and then shut it down. Well, the last time we we tried this, I snapped at you,
0: and, uh, yeah. and then it, it was funny, but uh, that was from... An episode that we scrapped, actually.
1: Yeah. So we actually recorded an episode last week that we were planning on releasing uh, tomorrow. Um, but it's kind of one of those things. That it's it's crazy how much the world can change in a very short period of time. Because we recorded it, and at the time, the things we were saying were pretty accurate. I guess. <laughs> yeah. About about like the, the coronavirus and everything that was going on. And it's not like we, we weren't like making jokes about it, and we weren't. Um, acting like it wasn't a big deal, but uh, we weren't taking it perhaps as, uh, as seriously as it seems to have have turned because, you know, at that point, everything was still going normally. Sports were still getting played. Everyone was still in school. The yeah. caseload in the U.S. was still pretty low. Yeah. And and so you had this kind of like false sense of optimism maybe, and you were kind of like, hey, look, guys, it's just wash your hands and all that stuff, and we're going to be fine which I still think is is overall true, look, wash your hands, be careful, yeah. you're gonna be fine, but the world changed. It feels like ancient history now, almost. Like, it does. Uh, and it was only, I mean, it was that
0: Friday before the, the Breathe service that yeah. we recorded it, and yeah. um, yeah, the the world has completely changed. Yeah. Um, Our daily lives have changed. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. we
1: went, we had a, a protocol here at the church that um kind of dictated sort of what our steps were going to be and it was kind of like all right you know if there's if there's confirmed cases in alabama then we're going to stop doing these things if there's confirmed cases in birmingham um then we're going to stop doing these things and it was only when it got to if it's widespread in birmingham that we were going to just shut the world down but you kind of just saw this this mass movement um Kind of like over, over the period of, of, of about 48 hours, where um, you know things started changing rapidly. Whether it was like the NBA stopped playing because a mm-hmm. guy on uh, the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, tested positive for it and right. may have infected. He did in fact infect one of his teammates. And so they had to just stop a game, and then the league came out and said we're suspending the season. And then after that, the NHL did it. exactly, and, then, and like every sport, just yeah. one after the other drops off. March Madness gone. No yeah. NCAA basketball. I, we can't tournament. even
0: joke about the fact that they were going to call it March Sadness. We like we, yeah. we totally missed that. Yeah, we like, did. They were going to play all the games with no fans. With no fans. And uh, and they canceled the tournament outright.
1: They canceled it. They've already canceled like the entire college baseball season too yeah uh including the college world series so i mean everything just started closing and changing school system universities online learning yeah online learning uh, extended spring breaks yeah um yeah gosh it got crazy and then you know we started having conversations like okay well this seems to be and and you know the um, the government, the CDC, and then um, the Alabama Department of Public Health was like, "Hey, listen, you guys don't need to be congregating in groups of, of more than a certain number," and, and that kind of included us. And then churches around us were closing, so it, it was it was crazy that you go from on Friday before uh, of thinking, "Okay, look, this is going to stink," but you know, I don't. We probably won't have to shut the doors for another month. Right. That's what you think in your head, and and then when it kind of like just sort of explodes like that and, and everything became, I think everything started becoming way more serious when you started seeing the number of cases in the U.S. dramatically increasing every single day, the number of people passing away from it, um, not just in our country but in Italy and some other places, right. dramatically increasing that you realize the gravity of it. And and look, I, just the, I know... That you know, you'll sit there and and you'll hear um, the guys from the CDC and and even in uh, all these press conferences saying, "Hey, look, you know, practice social distancing, stay away from each other. Um, right. If you if you don't need to be somewhere, go home." And and I get that for some people who don't maybe fully understand the virus and how it works, and how it operates, you can look at the data and be like, "All right, this is only." You know, there's only like uh, you know ten thousand cases or whatever, it, whatever it'll be tomorrow when this is released. We'll say fifteen uh, thousand cases in the in a country of three hundred and forty million people. Wow, why is this such a big deal? And but but you have to understand a couple of things. Number one, that number is way low. There's definitely more people that have it that's to be tested for it. Yep. And and number two, this this isn't like any other illness that that we at least in our lifetimes have dealt with that has a mortality rate as high as this one does and I know like we focus a lot on older individuals because um, that, that number's pretty high uh, that it affects older individuals more than younger younger people but it still affects young people just like us yeah, totally. there's still people our age that are passing away from this so it's not, you know, it's not something to be messed with. So Yeah, they're just talking about statistics
0: and numbers. Yeah. It's, it's not, yeah.
1: Yeah, this just is different. And yeah, sure, um, there are definitely uh, way more cases of the flu that are happening right now in our country than this. That's still happening. And, I mean, the our, our flu season this year has been really bad. Something like 50,000 people have passed away from the flu. The flu is no joke. And we kind of get sort of cavalier about the flu sometimes. But this still, just from a mortality rate standpoint, is way more dangerous than the flu. Right. And and I think we just have to realize that. And, and at some level, and look, man, this whole thing has been horribly sad to think about. I'm sure for, for both of us, but as I think about... Um, yeah, I was supposed to graduate in May. I'll still graduate, yeah. but I'm not going to be able to but walk. You're, exactly. You won't have that experience. I won't have that experience right? which I've been looking forward to since I started seminary in 2012. That's right. Um, my wedding's in June. Yeah. I mean that type stuff's in jeopardy. I mean the honeymoon is in jeopardy. There's all these things that that I like was looking forward to about May and June being the greatest months of my life that may not happen. And yeah. that's devastating. Right. But but and, and you know that's why like for me it's so important that we all get behind this idea. We all get behind this idea that yeah, life's gonna suck for a few months, but if we if we do something about it, if we do something about it now, stop worrying about what happened in the past, do something about it now. Just do what you have to do. Stay away from each other and and sit in your homes and don't go into crowded areas. Then we can get through this in a shorter period of time than if we, um, you know, just keep going about our, our merry lives. So Absolutely. Please, the... The social distancing thing is, you know, I've gotten to think about it,
0: and it's like, well, you know, I'm a young guy. um, You know, you might hear people that are like, I'm only in my teens. I'm Whatever. I'm going to go do spring break. I'm going to go be around people. You know, you can still catch that virus and not show symptoms, not really be affected by it, but you know what? You're carrying that, and then you could spread it to someone else that comes in contact with. Um, someone older that is more vulnerable to it, right. and so you're. That's kind of being selfish, thinking I can deal with it. But yeah. what if
1: you're around someone else that that can't? That there's um, there's good data now that supports the idea that you can transmit the virus without showing symptoms because it. Number one. And, and they don't know what the percentage is, but they know it's, it's not nothing. There is a percentage of the populace that gets this at different age groups and never shows symptoms. Yeah, But they can still carry it. It's not just young kids. There's some adults that have it too. I don't, I don't know how they hit the, the genetic jackpot, but it's the same thing with the flu. The flu's the same way. There's people that, that won't show symptoms of that. It's just a, a weird um, genetic thing that some people have in different for different things, but you can still transmit it to other people, and you can transmit it just by like breathing on them yeah and so it's it's way different than thinking all right yeah well obviously if someone like coughs in my face then I can get it there but but it's a little bit it's different than that it spreads um, way easily but on that on that note I think it's it's important about where you get your information from absolutely you know, we, we bash on social media a lot, and I think it's in times like this where yeah. you need to hammer social media because that place is a cesspool right now. Yes. Um, you need to, if you're going to be on Twitter, you need to follow people who know what they're talking about. You need mm-hmm. to follow actual um, doctors that study this stuff or actual scientists that study this stuff. Um, what we have right now is we have too many journalists or too many just random people on Twitter who will see like a news release from, say, like the uh, you know Italian, um, you know, you know medical people or whatever, and try to interpret them, try to interpret that data themselves, and they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Um, like with mortality rates or with treatments or with the amount of patients that are there, all that stuff or so you're, you're basically, you're having people who have zero education or zero whatever in the field making these grandiose statements about what's going on without actually knowing what they're talking about. And that's a terrifying thing yeah. people listen to it. You're just and compounding
0: errors. And
1: You are. And you know. it creates, um, like I said, we need to be extremely serious about this. This is a serious thing, the most serious thing that we've ever dealt with in our lifetime from an illness standpoint, Yeah. Um, at least kind of like this. But it is important... <clears throat> just, just do what you're asked to do, and we're gonna be okay. There's no, there's no need to freak out. There's no need to go buy eighty-eight thousand rolls of toilet paper. Just, just live, Literally, live a normal life to the best of your yes. ability. But just stay, stay smart.
0: Yeah, Ed, I got on Google today, and they sent me a notification, and uh, they gave you five tips. Do the, do the five. That's what it says, and it says, uh, hands wash them often. Yeah. Number two, elbow cough into it. Yeah. Three face. Don't touch it. Yeah. Four feet. Stay more than three feet apart from, from another person. Yeah. Uh, and then five feel sick. Stay home. Yeah. So, um, thought that was interesting. And then, uh, I, I saw this, uh, a friend of mine post on Instagram kind of, uh, giving, giving Instagram some props. It said, uh, if you search for coronavirus on Instagram, it pops up a notification that says, "Go visit the CDC." Yep. Go listen to them. Don't yep. don't, you know, look at all these meme accounts, the people that are not taking it seriously talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, etc. So, I, it, it's
1: interesting. So, you're very right. Follow people that Yeah. Yeah, know it, what they're talking about. It, and I think what's what's kind of crazy about this and this the only time I'll I'll remotely compare it to the flu or anything else is that I mean the reason why it's scary is because it's new we don't know anything about it because it's causing some intense pain and suffering in a lot of different places but what's interesting is if you know there there are so many things so many illnesses out there that that kill Americans every single day right more people will will die from the flu um, like today right now from from flu related pneumonia or whatever than they will from the coronavirus that's just sort of where we are yeah but we don't ever talk about the flu yeah um you know there's still a large majority of people that don't get the the you know flu vaccine which and it's not 100 percent effective or anything like that but it does kind of lower the case load and all that other stuff um we don't talk about uh the amount of people that will die from cancer today or die from all these other Things and, and I'm hoping that as we kind of go through this, we'll have a heightened awareness of the other things around us, the other kind of illnesses that exist as is, is we kind of fight against those. But the last thing I'll say <clears throat> is that be careful about reading. Um, the one, one graphic I saw, I think the Washington Post put it out, and it's kind of like this graphic about social distancing, why it works. I think that's brilliant and it's something to watch. Well, we're trying to like flatten the curve to keep this within you know containment for our health system which i think is important but don't don't focus so much on all these you know kind of people who are trying to project how bad this could be or or comparing our situation to another country's situation we can learn from other countries but the united states is very unique in so many ways and our situation is going to be different than any other situation that's played out right we're a democratic government. Um, we have extreme state autonomy where all the different states are going to handle this in differently. Um, you know comparing us to Italy right now and saying, oh wow look we're, we're tracking right along where Italy was. Italy is a country of 60 million people, which isn't a small number. the United States is a country of four, or 340 million, right and, and we're way more spread out, so. And a lot bigger. And a lot bigger, so like our our situation, uh, there's there's almost as many people that live um, in the state of California that do in, you know, I think there's like 35 million people that live in California uh-huh. and, and 55 to 60 that live in Italy. So that's more of a closer comparison than the entire United States. Right. So all that to say is don't get into these comparisons, don't get into to all these like projections, oh, you know, a third of the populace would get infected. That may be true. But we can't. All we can do right now is take it one day at a time and and do what we're asked by the people that know what they're talking about. and This is CDC, um, and in in the World Health Organization, and and doctors who are actually dealing with this on a daily basis. Political pundits, um, politicians, and, and all that stuff. Look, at, I, you don't need to listen to your your local representative who's telling you how to handle yeah, this thing because that guy that guy or woman <laughs> does not know. He, what in yeah. the world they're talking about he took biology in high school probably and that's and about probably it. and probably didn't do very well yeah um so listen to the people that matter don't be so cavalier about this thing and, and stop comparing it to the flu and stop saying oh you know nobody's gonna tell me how to i, I made this point to my mom earlier you know <laughs> be, having the freedom that we have in america yeah. is wonderful 99 percent of the time in that one percent of the time where we actually need everyone in the country to give up their freedoms and just do this for, for yeah. a little while. Yeah. We're not very good at that. <laughs> no. We're not very good at that. No, no. And um, and so I think that's that's why we're gonna struggle um, dealing with this, is because we're not gonna get a hundred percent buy-in like you can get in some of these European countries that have way more. National Pride, and, and this is sort of where we'll bring this into some kind of religious realm. Sure. Um, you know, the Bible teaches us some pretty extreme things about how we're supposed to to treat each other in a society. You know, it literally, Jesus literally teaches us that we're supposed to take care of the vulnerable. That's in the Bible everywhere. Um, whether it's Jesus himself talking about it or whether it's, it's James, uh, talking about it when he says we need to look after the widows and the orphans, talking about the most vulnerable and rejected in society. Right. And that's never been a more a larger truth than it is right now. About yeah, you may be young and healthy, and yeah, there's a ninety-eight, nine percent chance that you got this, you'd be fine in a week. But there's people in this country that that's not the case for that Absolutely. have underlying pre-existing conditions that are older, that have that have smoked forever that this disease will devastate. And it is your responsibility and mine to take care of them. And legitimately, I saw a tweet today that I thought was hilarious. It said, you know, in, in 1930 and 1940 or whatever, uh, that, that that generation was asked to go to war in World War II. Right now, what what you're being asked to do is go sit on your duff and watch television. <laughs> and, There's never been an easier thing to, to do. we're having a real hard time with that. We're having like, a real hard time with that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But you know the we are taught as Christians to look after the needs of everyone else. And I think what's happening so far is other countries, Italy, France, Germany, you can see, or even South Korea and, and China, you're seeing that that exists. There are people, the entire country is looking after the needs of the most vulnerable. And we've got to figure that out. College kids, stop being morons. All right? I mean, go home. Go home. Uh, leave spring break. Yeah. Leave the bars. Leave all that stuff. Go home. Sit on your duffs and watch Netflix. That's what you do in college anyway. And and just kind of Lord, just for a handful of months, please do this so we I, can get through this. Thing. Absolutely. I keep thinking of
0: like, what's the silver lining here? Okay. Yeah. We've got we've got this opportunity for us collect- collectively as a society to have some rest. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. That's what I keep. Thinking about is, I, you know, we had we had a birthday party we were going to go to yesterday, and yeah. it, it got canceled. Yep. Um, I had another one this another something next Saturday. It's canceled already. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking okay, now's a chance for me to catch up on some things. Yeah, let my mind rest. I, I don't know. Um, I mean that's the silver lining for me. I'm uh, you, know, you talk about taking care of the vulnerable it just popped in my head but i i've gotten used to my my dad being uh being okay now right he's he's, right he had uh, a stem cell transplant back in 2018 and hey his his cancer had come back and um after that stem cell transplant though he didn't have any immunity and which which is really scary it's it's really cool on a science scale but it's really scary when you think okay he's got to go back into life and be exposed to all this stuff, and if if this was going on in 2018, I would be terrified for my yeah. dad. And um, I, I spoke to him yesterday, actually, and he's uh, he's like, no, I'm I'm good to go. Um, yeah. He's he, he's back on that uh, immunity horse. So um,
1: yeah, but there's there's know. situations in our community of people who have who have parents that are in that situation right now exactly parents and and every everybody whether you know it or not you play you play a role in mitigating the risk of of people dying and that's not that's not a small um thing but man just just hang out the house take this time when you're not in school and and if you can work from home work from home and if and if you can if you got to go into work uh, in and then you know, just stay away from each other, get your stuff done and go home. Um, pray for the nurses and the doctors that are going to have to deal with this. Yeah, they're, uh, they're going to be
0: working tirelessly while yeah. we, we yeah. get to sit on our duffs. So. Yeah, at UAB, <laughs>
1: Grandview and all the other hospitals, yeah. St. Vincent's, all the other hospitals in our area, they're going to be taking in patients. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you to our uh, our, our medical staff. Yeah, um, Yeah, but <laughs> you kind of want to... I guess on a, a lighter note, because I think it's important to yeah. to have some lighter conversations through this. You're never going to get through it. You're just going to sit there and freak out the whole time and think every time that you know your chest feels heavy because you're stressed out. Then there's something wrong with you.
0: Well, to your point, I think you know it, it does adding to the negativity does not help in this time. So it doesn't. It is important to uh,
1: you know find the good
0: in life, and um, so you know there yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, so uh I decided recently to take up disc golf. Just kind of I don't I don't know why I was it was a YouTube right. deep dive and randomly <laughs> I have no idea how I came across disc golf uh videos but watched watch some tournaments. I actually watched the final round of a tournament uh Saturday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. But uh <laughs> but we um I guess it was yesterday I'm, my days are about to get really messed up. Um But so I bought my own disc and decided, yeah, it looks fun. I could do that. So I had never actually thrown a disc golf disc. And so I went out yesterday. In in Inverness, there is a disc golf course near where I live. And so my fiance and I went out to, like, to walk, and I took them. And it is way harder than I thought it would be. Uh, I, gosh, (laughs) I felt like an idiot out there just trying to, like, because you think oh yeah i'm just gonna th- i've thrown frisbees my whole life this will be fine but yeah. it is so much harder um than just throwing like a normal frisbee especially there cuz you're like trying to throw it through a 5 foot gap in the woods sure and i can't aim are you talking about like
0: is, is it when you say a normal frisbee are you talking about a an ultimate disc
1: possibly <sighs> yeah i mean i guess not not like yeah I'm... definitely one a more Rigid, larger one like you play ultimate with not like one that we get for discovery weekend. that's like <laughs> sure. the lowest common denominator frisbee. Those are hard frisbee. to throw. Period. Yeah, so. they are. <laughs> they are. That's my favorite thing about, um, you know, big stuff every year when they drop the thing, and people start throwing frisbees and they yeah. have to throw those crappy frisbees. Yeah. Like they got no chance. There's, yeah, there's no chance of hitting that thing. Exactly. But yeah, so it was way harder. I got a long way to go, and so maybe in this time of social distancing I can get a lot more a lot more work in all the disc golf <laughs> course but well that's incredible man well
0: uh <laughs> yeah. just as a disclaimer to our listeners uh Scott he 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 told a few of us that he was gonna go on this journey and yeah. I just I, I, I wanted to let you know I, I bought some disc yeah uh, discs myself and yeah. uh, I'm excited to uh experience that
1: yeah we're both um, we're both disc craft guys yeah yeah we we've, we've Discraft, picked our company they are um they
0: are. I, we're hoping they'll sponsor us, you know. But, yeah, I
1: hope um, they listen to this. I'll. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll put them in the description. Yeah, that we talk about. We talk about their fine products that you can use, and they got great starter sets that are at a decent price. Uh,
0: <laughs> I was trying to make this come off more naturally because this is in our our cut episode too. But yeah. Scott, let's pretend like this conversation <laughs> didn't already happen. Yeah. Um, did you know that the company wham has the trademark on the word frisbee?
1: I did not know that. Yes, and actually.
0: so when you talk about disc golf or yeah. ultimate, uh, you, you're you're dealing with disc. It's an object, and you know, frisbee is a is a whammo thing. So it's like
1: Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly so you like, like we, say everything yeah. is a Coke. Yeah. But yeah. So that exactly. is, that's interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, well, Michael, what this also this time of. Sitting around, us, it brings up a, a lot of a lot of unique opportunities you, to watch a lot of television. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so let's you move on. Say. Yeah, let's move on to say. our segment. What are you watching? What are you watching? Yeah. <laughs> so what uh what are you and, and your lovely wife, who's out of work for three weeks uh, now? Uh, yeah.
0: You know, she thought she was going to have to go to work uh, through Wednesday this week, but they very quickly canceled Shut that out as down. well. So yeah. Um, what are we watching? I will say that my answer has changed. Um, I am watching the newest season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated series. Wow. Uh I have to tell you, Scott, it's a uh, very near and dear to my heart, and um, I, I'm excited that they that they've released another season. So they're dropping those once uh, every week. So I, I have to wait on that one. Wow! Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm you know this about me. I you yeah. Know that I love this so yeah um we uh recently watched this new netflix show though called lock and key i've heard of it yeah Yeah. probably because we've already had this conversation oh yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, lock and key is like it's um it's about this family that moves to uh massachusetts in their house it's like a, a family house and it's got a bunch of weird keys that do some magic stuff, and uh, it's it's very interesting. It kind of has some uh, Harry Potter, Goonies, Stranger Things vibes. I know that's a lot of a lot of different things all in one, but we we watched that series, and it was uh, pretty decent. I'd recommend it.
1: Yeah. Hey, Scott, what are you? What am watching? I watching? Oh wow. Well, so uh, like, my fiance was in town this weekend, or really all week, because she was um, working at a school here a grad school thing and she has a thing that she doesn't unless she like really wants to pay attention she doesn't want to watch anything new yeah so especially yesterday when she was kind of like worried about other stuff and her, her mind was on other things and all the other we pretty much just like watched the office yeah. for like eight hours and finally I got a little bit like, I can't do this anymore. Watching a lot of The Office, it's to a point now to where when an episode plays and <laughs> it is ending, like from season two, three, four, whatever, I know which one's coming next. Oh, yeah, totally. And even from the opening cutscene, I'm like, I know what episode yeah. this is. It's, wow. It's crazy. I've seen way too much of it. But we cool. also, um, this isn't what you're, I guess it's kind of what you're watching. Uh, we came up here and we stole the, the, uh, what is it called? The Nintendo Switch? Yeah. Stole it from up here. It's, uh-huh. now, in my, it's now in my house, so we played Mario Kart a little bit. Uh, but then I also started rewatching. I watched it when it came out or when it was on FX, I think. But The People versus OJ Simpson. Okay. Been watching that again. And
0: man, <laughs> if you
1: haven't. Number one, if you don't know about that whole story in 1994, which was the biggest like news story of. They called it the Trial of the Century. Yeah. It was a massive I deal. Mean, we're still talking about still it. Still talking about it. And um, if you know nothing about it. You should at least and if you're into that type of thing, if you're into criminal justice and all that stuff, you should look into that trial right and kind of everything that happened. But that show and and obviously there's a little bit of drama added to it. But it's crazy. So I've been like watching that and and there's so many parts of it just in case if you don't know this, uh like all the evidence on on the planet Earth pointed to the fact that he, he committed these crimes. But he gets off. Yeah. And the show kind of explores how he got off. And it's not because they proved that the evidence didn't directly point to him. It's because, like, the defense team painted a completely different picture about what was going on. And it's crazy. And from like a human psychology standpoint, it's fascinating. But uh, it's an incredible, incredible um, show. I highly encourage people if you get on Netflix now, they give you a top 10. Right. Do not watch the uh, the movie Outbreak. Don't watch it. It's on there and, and, and you can watch it. It's It's got a great cast, and, and in normal circumstances, it's a pretty good movie. But the reason why you don't need to watch it is because it's going to, number one, it's going to freak you out. Yeah. And it's going to give you a completely ridiculous mindset. And and you'll start naturally comparing what's going on in this film to what could happen here, and these are completely different things. So don't watch that if you're already prone to being to being <laughs> worried about this. I, I actually wrote down some
0: notes on like uh, things <laughs> things that could you could watch to remind you of the coronavirus. Um, Great. Did you ever read? <laughs> yeah. uh, when I was uh, younger, I I liked to read a lot of Michael Crichton. You ever read him his stuff like Jurassic Park? Um. Yeah. Sphere. Yeah. Red Sphere. Yeah. He wrote a uh, he wrote a book called The Andromeda Strain. Yeah. That uh that I read in like the seventh grade and it was uh, it was about a virus and yeah. I- I'll leave it at that. If you're, if you're interested, go check it out. It's a really good, good read. Um. Well, she's man. That's what we're watching. Yeah. Uh, Scott, it's been an interesting week. It's been uh, yeah, one, of the, one of the weirdest weeks of I think all of our lives. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I hope this doesn't happen again, of course. Um, but uh, you know, guys, we're we're hoping to uh, put some put out some extra content while you are on your break. Yeah. Um. So this episode is going to drop tomorrow, Monday, yeah. the sixteenth. Uh, yeah. Um. And uh, hey, check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Um, Go or ahead. wherever else you find your Where, podcasts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, or shoot us a DM. Uh, follow us on Instagram RSM underscore students.
1: Yeah, look, watch our Instagram account uh, this week, and also check out our website. We're gonna put out some, yeah, you know, other than this, some pretty cool content, some little kind of sixty second Bible study lessons that I think will be kind of interesting. Um, then some blog posts and some other stuff uh, to kind of to the best we can continue to to do ministry in the youth department which is obviously very very difficult um for all of us but but you keep keep everyone affected by this in your prayers and uh and we're all going to get through this and we'll be um back together as quickly as we possibly can oh yeah hang in there guys love you